Hello, and welcome to the Love is Stronger Than Fear podcast. I'm Amy Julia Becker, and this is Season 1, Prepare Him Room, Advent Reflections. I'm so happy you're here with me to consider what happens when God shows up in the midst of the eggnog, gift wrap, holiday cards, tinsel, and let's be honest, the stress and the joy of this time of year. Thank you for listening. This podcast is for December 6th, and it's called Somber Exile. From Matthew chapter 2, verses 13 through 23, from the New International Version. When the Magi had gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, the angel said. Take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. So Joseph got up, took the child and his mother during the night, and left for Egypt, where he stayed until the death of Herod. And so was fulfilled what the Lord had said through the prophet, Out of Egypt I called my son. When Herod realized that he had been outwitted by the Magi, he was furious, and he gave orders to kill all the boys in Bethlehem and its vicinity who were two years old and under, in accordance with the time he had learned from the Magi. Then what was said through the prophet Jeremiah was fulfilled. A voice is heard in Ramah, weeping and great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children and refusing to be comforted because they are no more. After Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel, for those who are trying to take the child's life are dead. So he got up, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was reigning in Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. Having been warned in a dream, he withdrew to the district of Galilee, and he went and lived in a town called Nazareth. So was fulfilled what was said through the prophets, that he would be called a Nazarene. Love, peace, hope, joy. We see these words a lot in December, in scrawling fonts, in red, green, silver, and gold, adorning Christmas cards and advertisements and invitations. Because they are commonplace, And because they are tossed into the mix of beaming family photos and lists of items we want at the mall and parties with champagne and poinsettias and eggnog, it is easy to think of these words as trite, sentimental, sweet. But according to the church calendar, there is nothing trite, sentimental, or sweet about this time of year. Rather, Advent, these four weeks leading up to Christmas, is a time of expectation, Not so much the eager expectation that our children demonstrate every morning when they want to revise their gift list. Not so much the expectation of food and family and celebration. Advent is a time of sorrowful expectation, of daring to hope that Emmanuel, God with us, the one the scriptures talk about, the one who came in the flesh on Christmas morning, is still working to make things right in this world. The church's understanding of Advent stands in opposition to our culture's run-up to Christmas. Instead of parties, Advent invites reflection on injustice, the injustice of Herod murdering little babies, 
the injustice of dictators here and now who do the same, the injustice of courts that put innocent people behind bars, the injustice of slavery and crime and brutality. Instead of wreaths and greenery, Advent invites us to cry out to God because of the pain in our lives and in our communities. Instead of pop tunes about Santa Claus, Advent includes hymns with words that talk about us mourning in somber exile and needing release from our sins and fears. In the context of a world with starving children and mental illness and disease and war and despair, in that context, I want to learn about peace. In the context of a nation with animosity and distrust and division, I want to learn how to have hope. In the context of a local community with deaths from overdose and divorce and alcoholism and sexual assault, I want to live with joy. In the context of a family with kids who yell at each other and parents who are distracted and tempted to ignore the pain in the world and the pain in our own souls, I want to learn how to love. The earliest stories of Jesus's life include trauma and heartbreak, and they announce this gift of life and light. They announce this gift who has entered the death and the darkness to bring love and hope and joy and peace to the world. Thanks for listening to Season 1 of the Love is Stronger Than Fear podcast, Prepare Him Room. For more information, including a free PDF version of Prepare Him Room, go to www.amyjuliabecker.com. While you're there, you can also find out about Amy Julia's books, White Picket Fences, Small Talk, and A Good and Perfect Gift, and when she'll be speaking in your area. Thanks again for listening, and please do consider reviewing this podcast wherever you got it, and please share it with someone else who might enjoy it.